Hi, I'm Paul Strinkler and welcome to Tech Interviews. This week it's all about the world of security as we take a look at baselining, frameworks and accreditations. So, settle back, enjoy the show. Hi and welcome to Tech Interviews. Uh, this week we're going to be taking a look at the world of cybersecurity, um, but you know, not talking uh, generically around a topic, but actually taking a look at something that we've seen uh, quite a lot here in the UK um, about accreditations and frameworks and some of the value that that brings to an organisation when they're trying to build mm. uh, build cybersecurity into their their day to day activity and and uh, you know be more cyber aware within their businesses. Um, so to help me to do that, um, I've actually got a colleague with me today. Um, so so not something that happens particularly often on this show but um but he's a returning guest was on one of the very early uh, tech interviews uh, so today i'm joined by uh, jason fitzgerald hi jason hi paul how are you yeah i'm very well thank you and um in fact I, i'm better than you and your poorly foot aren't i yes yes so at the moment i am uh, i'm doing this interview from uh, from my dining table because i have a broken foot so that, that that's what we like to see pushing through the pain for the tech interview audience. <laughs> Uh, we, we can't we can't ask for more than that. So um, so well actually, Jason. Before we, we kick off on our topic, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what it is you do. Yeah, sure. So uh, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Jason Fitzgerald. I'm a technical consultant for Gardner Systems in the UK. Uh, essentially, I'm an advisor to customers with everything IT infrastructure related. I'm involved with planning and performance of upgrades deploying new IT equipment and working with customers to tackle specific issues, uh, for example, cybersecurity. Uh, I'm a recent member of the NetApp United, uh, and I, uh, I've got a technical blog as well, uh, which you can, uh, you, can, you can view online. Oh, well, uh, yeah, always a good place to find them. Um, and we'll pop those kind of things in the show notes at the end, actually, with some uh, some contact details so people can come and stalk you online if they uh, if they see fit. So uh, well, you, you kind of touched on there in your, your job intro um, about uh, some of the work you've been doing around cybersecurity. So, um, you know, and this is obviously the reason that, that, that we're talking about this today, because I, I think it's been quite interesting watching some of the work you've been doing um, around, uh, it's an accreditation here in the UK called Cyber Essentials. Um, and this is around, um, helping customers to become, you know, deliver a better baseline of security across their organisation. So, um, but before we get into what Cyber Essentials is um, and, and why these kind of frameworks and, uh, and potential accreditations might be worthwhile, um, I mean, what, what are some of the, um, yeah, when, when you go and uh, meet one of our customers or, or talk to a business, what are some of the things that you are seeing as kind of their, their current cybersecurity problems? You know, what are the current threats that, that businesses have all types because I, I know you work with businesses of from small to, to really large uh, what are some of kind of the common things that you're seeing at the moment uh, I, I would say number one is uh, companies uh, are unsure of where to start with cyber security um, this could be uh, any any size company really um, if you find that the company doesn't have a plan of action on how to tackle it there's just bewilderment about where to start. For example, there's, there's thousands of uh, cybersecurity products available to buy. And companies, some companies believe that they can go and buy a system, one system, and that will secure their entire network, their entire business, and they are kind of protected wholeheartedly from every, every new cyber attack that is, is going to come out. And 
in reality, that is just not the way that it works. Um, the companies need to adopt a strategic approach to their security. And there's, with all of the confusion, they just don't know where to start. Well, I think that's quite an interesting point, isn't it? That, you know, organisation of all sites, and, and, and we talk about, um, and, and it's constantly in the press, this idea of cybersecurity, threats to our data, data leak prevention. I mean, it's interesting that you're finding that, that companies are still unsure and still a little bit confused, you know. And, and I mean, is this caused by, um, you know, just an increasing amount of cyber threat and they're, they're not really sure where to turn? Um, is it added to by things like GDPR, you know, increased compliance and in, uh, increased regulatory pressure? Um, or, or is it because businesses just don't take it seriously enough? Uh, I think it's a combination of all three, to be honest. Uh, companies don't want to be the next data breach company, the company that has had, you know, all of their customer data taken, spewed online, and they're scared of that. And then at the same time, they're being asked to comply with regulatory uh, data governance, you know, for example, GDPR, which is coming into force in May. Um, and then if the company doesn't have a strategy to begin with. It is just overwhelming for them. It's a combination effect of the three. Um, in some organisations, there is there is no one that is in charge of cybersecurity within that organisation, and often it falls upon the responsibility of the IT departments for no other reason than oh, it's cybersecurity, and so it must be tackled by the IT department. In reality, that that's not going to work. Uh, it needs to have a full organisation buy-in from the very senior level all the way down through the organisation to the users as well. So a lot of this is around education of users and specifically understanding what it is that is needed to be a secure company. So defining a standard that you want to be at in terms of security. So this could be things like policies and procedures that are defined by senior people within the organization that are then followed through the organization to users and enforced at a technical level by the IT department if it's needed. So that's, um, you used an interesting phrase in there actually about the idea of um, defining a standard, you know, having a standard to work to. Um, you know, we, we obviously started this off talking about, and, you know, and, uh, and I'm aware that Tech Interviews has, a, has an international audience, you know, so how impressive are we? Um, you know, and the thing that we're going to talk about here is a, is a UK specific thing. Um, so, you know, this may well be things as, as if maybe if you're listening outside of the UK that, you know, look at some of the advisory um, advisory organisations in your country to see whether they do something similar. But you talked about the idea of standards. And of course, one of the difficult things I think that we found in the past has been that um, where on earth do you pick these standards from? And so is this is where um, this kind of cyber essentials idea is, is, is that what, what you found? attractive and useful you know the idea that actually there is a, a set of standards or a framework that um, is publicized and almost something that's a measure for, for companies to work against yeah definitely I mean cyber essentials is a great place to start with cyber security within an organization um, purely because it's a framework that can be worked against um, to secure the organization so this is common sense things um, such as uh, if the device doesn't need access to the internet 
block its access to the internet. Now that sounds like quite a simple thing to do, but actually, um, that if that's going to protect you uh, from quite a few common threats, really. Um, so having the framework there split into different sections allows you to take a systematic approach to rolling out your security within the organization. Uh, the benefit of it as well is because it's a certification, you can be assessed against it, you can get your certificate on it, and then you've got something to show that, okay, we've, we've, we have met this standard, this is a government-defined standard, and this is this is a measure of our cyber security, and look, we've passed the test for this. So your customers can be assured that you know you are doing something about your cyber security, their data is protected, and you as an organization may need that for certain contracts as well. So for example, in the UK, government contracts require that the company has a, a, a cyber essentials pass certificate to show that the systems have met that standard, that defined standard. Now, this, this is where cyber security kind of gets a little bit gray, really, because not all of the cyber security requirements uh, for things like GDPR uh, are defined within a framework, um, which is really the benefit of cyber essentials. You know, you've, you've got written documentation there that you can go, you can follow and you can improve your security within a matter of days to get to get things done. So, so that sounds like um, a, you know a good place to start, and, and sounds like Cyber Essentials gives um, a useful thing actually, something that's a set of standards for you know for, for organisations to measure themselves against. So, so what kind of areas does Cyber Essentials cover? You know, so so it's there as a, a kind of a, as was said, a standard, a framework to work to. What kind of areas of an organisation's IT security do, does Cyber Essentials cover? Yeah, so Cyber Essentials is split into five areas, uh, firewalls and internet gateways. So this is uh, restrictions on who can and can't access the internet. Uh, secure configuration. So this is the configuration of all devices. So this includes uh, PCs, uh, laptops, printers, any network device that is connected onto that network, onto your business network. How do you ensure that it is secure from the off? Um, so not retrospectively going back and securing it. How do you build that with security from the ground up? Uh, access control is the next area. Uh, so this is essentially usernames and passwords. Uh, who has permissions to do what on your network? And how do you control the access of user accounts? Um, so this, the, a lot of this stuff though comes down to uh, policies and procedures. Um, so ensuring that user accounts are removed when users leave the organisation. A non-technical area, really, with that one. Um, malware protection is the next area. So do you have antivirus? Is it set up in a specific way so that you're doing scans on a regular basis? And is it updated on a regular basis as well by the manufacturer? Finally, the last area, which is actually quite a challenge for a lot of organizations, is patch management. Um, so when we're talking about patch management, this is the updating of software on your network so that it is always within the supported 
state. Uh, so this would cover things like operating system patches, but also third-party software patches on PCs, laptops, mobile devices, as well as firmware for network switches and routers as well. So this is quite a procedural thing to do in that you may have a patch management system set up to do things like operating system updates and maybe even third-party software updates. But do you have a policy in place whereby you can go and systematically uh, install the firmware onto your uh, internet gateway devices, your firewalls and your routers to make sure that they are as secure as possible? So those five areas make up the Cyber Essentials kind of framework. So, so they sound like, um, you know, and again, we, I mean, we've touched on a couple of times already that the, the Cyber Essentials is kind of a UK, um, uh, a UK government or, uh, well, it's National Cybersecurity Centre, isn't it, here in the UK that has yeah, yeah. got this framework together. Um, but actually, those areas are, regardless of whether you're in the UK or not, you know, these are good standard areas, aren't they, to look at as, as part of um, developing a cybersecurity policy, procedure, uh, working practice w within an organisation. So, I, I mean, you talked to, at the beginning about one of the challenges you see is that organizations don't often know where to start when it comes to cyber security um, and, and this obviously puts uh, together a, a set of areas that that organizations can put some focus into so when you first sit down with a business and they're looking at how to improve their cyber uh, cyber security um, platform cyber security uh, ways of working uh, what are some of the steps that you will uh, that you'll take them through uh, so first things uh, would be to ensure that the company understands what is required um, so traditionally I would, no, I would normally start with the cyber essentials if the company doesn't already have any kind of cyber security certification with cyber essentials I would start there and the reason for that is as you said it's a framework that you can follow that is easy to follow and it's a good technical first step uh, that can be built upon after that so First things first, we make sure that the organization is secure to a certain level and then build from there. So uh, first things is uh, take everyone that is involved. Um, so this could be um, IT departments, IT managers, uh, board uh, level directors and users through the changes that will be made to the uh, setup of the network and their PCs over the course of the project. The next step would be to assess the current configuration of their network against this framework to determine where it falls foul or needs to be brought up to standard. So this is a gap analysis essentially. Where are we now? Where do we want to be? And what do we need to do to get up to this standard? Once we know what the difference is, that can then be planned out to bring the network up to standard. So it could be that you uh, have a lot of local administrators on desktop PCs, and that needs to be changed. So one of the changes to bring up to standard would be to maybe roll out via a group policy from the server, from Active Directory, to control the local administrator accounts on the local PCs. That's, that's just one example there. And then once we've gone through that process of bringing up to standard, we would then assess to ensure that the standard has been met. And at that point, if the customer wants to do the certification, which is optional, they can go and do the certification to get the rubber stamp to say, yes, we have certified that we 
meet this cyber essential standard and this is where we're up to. Um, once that's done, cyber essentials is quite a good jump off point for doing things like IASME certifications, um, which looks more at policies and procedures within the organization, which is really good as well for leading onto GDPR. Uh, GDPR doesn't have a kind of defined framework, it's, it's regulation and it's open to interpretation. And so if an organization follows through with the Cyber Essentials framework, gets a certification there, continues on to do IASME, where there's a lot of overlap within the two, they, they've got something to show that, you know, yes, we, we are tackling our GDPR and this is what we're doing about it. Yeah, and, and it sounds like, you know, it sounds like the way you've explained it and, and some of the, um, and that kind of process that, that you, uh, that a business can work through, that it's giving something we touched on right at the start, I suppose, it's giving a security baseline where, uh, an organization at least knows it's doing the basics. I mean, is, is that is that what you find that actually if you can bring a business up to um, up, up to a level where they're doing a lot of the basics right, that that can greatly reduce a lot of the uh, kind of a lot of the cyber threat that they might see on a, on a day to day basis? Oh, yeah, definitely. If you don't get the basics right, it's hard to, to grow anywhere from there. You, you need to have that solid technical security foundation in place to then be able to uh, have a, a kind of an understanding that, you know, anything that we do from now on is OK because we've already we've already met this this standard. We've, we're already doing something about it. Um, with uh, Cyber Essentials in particular, the Cyber Essentials is quite a technical um, kind of certification. But once that is done, you can almost rest assured that, okay, you know, we've, we've taken reasonable steps to get to this point. And so the infrastructure is secure to a, to a certain level. The infrastructure is secure. And so we can be comfortable putting data onto it now. Um, if you don't tackle those basic things and you find that your organization and your infrastructure is growing, going back and retrospectively changing this stuff can be quite difficult. Um, I think that it's important to start with the basics and build from there. Yeah, I think you make a great point there. I think that idea of getting a foundational level right is really important. I know we, we talk a lot um, on this show as well as, uh, you know, in our, our kind of day-to-day -day work about lots of companies we'll talk to where they're looking at data management and control. They're looking at data governance, building data leak prevention policies. But actually, if you build all of that on, you know, a foundation of sand, the chance that you're going to have a data breach rises greatly. You can have great policies and procedures yeah. everywhere. But if you've not done some of the basics right in the first place, the, the, the chances are that um, you know the, 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 that data is just going to leak outside of the organisation because of something yeah. simple, rather than some you know some huge data theft that you just never saw coming. Yeah, um, that's right, that's right. And actually, if if you look at a lot of the common threats and how how cyber attacks happen, it's things like social engineering, so users clicking on a malicious link in an email, um, or or being coerced into browsing. A strange website. If you're controlling things like uh, your internet gateways and your firewalls and you've got that protection in place, you're already stopping a, that threat vector from, from happening. Now, that's not to say that 
you know, it, 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 it will never be possible to infiltrate the company in that way again. Um, but it's, it's, it's known that you have something in place that is stopping this particular threat. And this is this cyber essential. So I've, I've looked through recently on the top 10 cyber attacks and found that a lot of them were kind of they come about through very, very basic mechanisms getting onto the system. The damage that they could do on the system was because the user was working with local administrative permissions, this kind of thing. And Cyber Essentials looks to address that. I mean, it sounds like, you know, I mean, to me, and, and I think I've seen you know, a lot of the work that you've done with, uh, with a number of businesses that... It's a really valuable thing to be able to do, you know, whether it's cyber essentials or something similar, you know, depending on, on where in the world you might be listening to this um, or whether it's even bothering, uh, even going down the route of the cyber essentials accreditation. Actually, that ability, that framework, that set of basic areas that you can look at seems like a, a great starting point to to start to build a more robust um, security mechanism, security policy in it, within your organization. So, so if people are listening to this and you know like the idea of this would be a good thing to do that this this might be a way to help us to baseline and, and improve security across our organization i mean is there a couple of kind of top tips that you you could give give people who who want to start down this kind of route uh yeah so uh, i would say a top tip is uh, go and get the information find out what it is that you need to do straight away um and uh, take a look at it against the way that your current configuration is. Um, so if you're interested in doing Cyber Essentials, as you said, Cyber Essentials is a UK certification, um, but all of these steps that are included in Cyber Essentials are good regardless of where you are geographically. Um, so you can head to the uh, Cyber Essentials website, which is cyberessentials.ncsc.gov.uk. Go and get that information and take a look at it um, against your current configuration. Um, there's some tips on, on where to improve. Uh, so go and improve there and essentially self-assess yourself. Um, if you are in the UK and you're looking to get the certification, uh, I would say that it's always best to uh, get advice from someone that has done Cyber Essentials before. Um, to help you through with some of the tricky areas, um, some some of some of the areas can be a little bit difficult to tackle. Um, it's always best to, to save a little bit of time and go and go and speak to someone that's done it before, um, and and document everything. Um, if you've got an IT infrastructure that is undocumented, uh, then it's it it, it you. You're going to leave yourself kind of, you know, with a little bit of confusion when it comes to uh, how to protect things. If you've got a working document which shows, you know, things like password policies, uh, the procedures that you go through with building up PCs and that kind of thing, then you've got a good starting position. Uh, so I would say that with them too, really, understand what it is that you're trying to do, assess yourself and document everything.
So, Jason, that's that's been really interesting stuff, and um, you know, you know, a, a fascinating introduction to uh, Cyber Essentials and this kind of um, approach of uh, framework and, and accreditation. And although, as we've said, you know, this is a, a very much a UK thing, I think lots of the areas you've covered there are good. You know, security baseline standards that organisations, uh, regardless of location, should be able to follow. So if people have been interested in what you've had to cover today, Jason, and uh, mm-hmm. want to kind of catch up with you, um, is there a way they can hunt you down on the uh, on the social medias, on the internet? Uh, you mentioned before you had a blog site. Um, uh, can people find you on Twitter as well? Uh, yes, certainly. Um, so Twitter is, is the best way to get in touch. Um, my uh, Twitter handle is at J underscore Fitzgerald, so J-A-Y underscore Fitzgerald with a Z. Um, get in touch, drop me a message on there. Uh, love getting in touch with people on there, so yeah, drop me a message. Um, also, my blog online uh, so is, uh, it's called Bits with the Fits. It's hosted by WordPress, uh, so the URL is bwtf.wordpress.com. Uh, it's a tech blog. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff on there, um, from PowerShell scripts to cybersecurity. Uh, there's going to be a series of cybersecurity blog posts coming uh, over the next couple of weeks, uh, which is aimed to uh, help people become more secure, not just in their organizations, um, but in their home PCs as well, their mobiles and their day-to-day working. All right, Jason. Well, well, that's great. Uh, I'll make sure that stuff goes in the show notes as well, as well as links to uh, the Cyber Essentials website. Um, so, Jason, look, um, well, well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, much appreciated, particularly with your poorly broken foot. Um, so, um, and, and uh, well, I, I look forward to seeing you drag you uh, drag your poorly broken foot back into the office sometime soon. Uh, but for now, look, thanks for your time, Jason. Much appreciated, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Take care. I hope you enjoyed that. For show notes, pop over to techstringy.com. We'll also find all of our previous Tech Interviews episodes. Next week, we're talking business compliance and GDPR, as I'm joined by special guest Mike Ressler from Veeam to discuss the way that they've built business compliance across their entire global organization into everything that they do. It's going to be a cracking show, so to make sure you catch it, why not subscribe? You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher, as well as all of the good homes of podcasts. So until next week, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.